Welcome, Investigator. Evil is on the rise. Crime is escalating. Our mission is to eliminate the crime by exposing evil, examine why it manifests, and highlight the brave souls that confront it every day. Join us as we work together to bring justice to every victim. Welcome to All Things Crime. Here's your host, Jared Bradley. Hey guys, it's Jared. I am in Glasgow, Scotland. And man, it's what an absolutely beautiful country. Out uh, taking a little little jog here. Thought I'd uh, rest for a second. Had some thoughts I wanted to throw out. And I'll tell you, if you ever get a chance to visit Scotland, uh, you absolutely need to do it. Put it on your bucket list because this place is nothing beyond gorgeous. I don't know what these, these uh, flowers are right here behind me, but man, they're incredible. Anyway, this is my gym this morning. Had to actually wait a little bit so it would uh, <laughs> warm up. It's, I think it's a high of 68 today. Um, right now it's about 57 degrees, so uh, that's why I got my jacket on. Uh, my friends in Florida are probably wondering uh, what kind of a crazy place this is. That uh, I, I think I think we're lucky if we get get up to uh, 70 degrees some of all the days that I've been here. So, in addition to uh, some of the things that I have planned um, and already on the schedule, I'm going to be doing some cold calling. So, never done that in a foreign country, but you know they say all we are is separated by a little pond and. A common language and um, I'm getting this Scottish accent I think I, I probably butcher it but it's uh, it's sure fun I you know I have a lot of um, have a lot of uh, ancestry from Scotland both the Glasgow and the Edinburgh area actually uh, related to Robert the Bruce if you go back far enough of course I think uh, anyone with Scottish heritage pretty much is I think but uh, regardless, I wanted to throw out some quick thoughts here. The, you know, the interesting thing about travel is you find yourself uh, occupying, you know, there's only so much work you can actually do. And um, how's this for a meadow? Pretty amazing, huh? For those of you that aren't watching or, or that are just listening to this, you need to go over to my YouTube channel, um, All Things Crime or Rumble. And uh, you can see the video of this because it's pretty amazing. <clears throat> uh, what an absolutely beautiful country, especially on the on the west coast where all the locks are. And um, if you go up, I, I mean, you could go up forever. I I, I can't make it up too much further past the um, the Glasgow area. I I drove about a, an hour north to some of the mountains up there, and jeez. Uh, amazing amazing i'm going to be putting some of those on my travel channel so if you're interested in that let me know um all right my thoughts all things crime related so as as it comes when you're traveling you you find yourself doing you know movies and things like that there's only so much time you can spend at the restaurant you know talking to people they have their the things that they need to be doing too and um <clears throat> So last night, I was kind of going through a little bit of Netflix, and I, I thought I'd um, just watch an old movie, and it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's called The Peacemaker, and if you've ever seen that, it stars Nicole Kidman and George Clooney. Um, it's 
fun watching them, you know, in an older movie. They're just phenomenal actors. And, uh, but they, they play, so especially uh, George Clooney plays a, a lieutenant colonel who's a special ops guy, but he, he specializes in uh, international terrorism, nuclear bombs, that kind of thing being uh, transported from, you know, what uh, used to be the old Soviet empire into, because you remember 1992, that was only uh, seven years about after, um, seven years after the Soviet Union broke up. And uh, back then, I remember I was, I was still uh, in the military and there were, there were a ton of uh, nuclear weapons that were not really safeguarded. I actually talked to a guy one time that um, it was his job to go into the Soviet Union. Wow, some of these trails are just unreal. Um, yeah, how's that for a nice gym, huh? Anyway, the, um, his job was to go into the Soviet Union and help them to get rid of uh, nuclear, some of the nuclear weapons they had. And he said literally he would uh, get trucked out to this place and out in the middle of nowhere. And before he knew it, he was, um, oops, sorry. Uh, before he knew it, he was in front of this old shack. And he said literally this old shack had a rickety door that a three-year-old could kick down. And from there, uh, it was, it was actually, uh, the door was secured. <laughs> it had two little pieces of, uh, of twine on it and two nails, one on the door and one on the frame. And this door was secured with these little pieces of twine. And behind it, literally, were uh, nuclear or chemical or biological weapons. And that's all the security they had. And so, you know, you wondered how many thousands of nukes the, uh, the Russians have even now. But back then at the, at the height of the Cold War, the, the best security they had for some of those weapons were a piece of twine and a couple of nails. So yeah, there's room for concern for sure. And but the interesting thing is <clears throat> um, back in 1992, when they made this movie, uh, Tom DeVoe was playing this, uh, again, this spec ops uh, lieutenant colonel, and uh, he, he was doing all sorts of things, running around, you know, trying to get rid of some of these terrorists, but, uh, you know, again, with the nuclear weapons being such a concern, um, <clears throat> in the movie, Nicole Kidman plays the acting director over... Um, I'm not sure what the office is called, but essentially she's a, a nuclear weapons PhD, you know, doctor type. And uh, it's her responsibility to um, help, you know, she's, she's the actual agency. I'm not sure if she's with the State Department or National Security, but uh, anytime any kind of a nuclear threat or, or um, terrorist threat comes into the country, uh, it's their it's their office to coordinate everything, and so <clears throat> she, um, uh, her, and Tom DeVoe are chasing these these uh, terrorists that have one nuclear weapon stolen from Russia with the help of a corrupt Russian general, and uh, yeah, probably won't be going down that one. 
at least not while I'm recording. <laughs> anyway, I'll finish this up. But the key is um, both Nicole Kidman and uh, George Clooney play these amazing actors. And some of the stuff they do, including these three helicopters do a do a uh, aerial assault into Russia to uh, intercept this truck that's got these 10 nuclear weapons on it, or nine nuclear weapons, supposedly. And um, uh, it's just awesome. I mean, obviously, being a military guy, I love this kind of stuff. But um, it's just the, the, the entire movie is based around this, these heroes and these heroines that save society from a nuclear bomb going off in New York. And, you know, that's, that's actual real. I mean, I, that, you know, the movie may be fiction, but the scenario is 100% legit. And it's just so interesting how often um, Hollywood bases, you know, they'll find some kind of a crazy scenario that is based on fact and, and write a script around it. And, uh, you know, the people just eat that stuff up. Well, why? That's my question. And, and that's one of the things that I want to get to with this episode is why would um, people respond so amazingly to an action film where you have manly men and strong women, people making decisions, they're decisive, they are, um, uh, they're bold, they're taking risk, they're out there and they're doing things that is not self-aggrandizing, but it's more, uh, they're doing it because of service to the country. They're doing it for, uh, you know, love of each other, the comrade, um, camaraderie, the, uh, you know, uh, supporting each other. And I'll, I'll tell you, there's very few places that that, uh, happens as, um, as strongly as it does in the, in the military in the police agencies and the fire departments, places where these first responder type of, um, I mean, they're put in danger on a daily basis. And there's very few places where you can get that kind of camaraderie. And why? It's because those are the heroes of society. And it's, it's not by accident that there are certain groups that are working so hard to uh, demoralize and to um, try to take these people out of society. And they're, you know, the defund the police movement is the first one that comes to mind. And, uh, but even, uh, I, I, as a veteran, um, I never served in Afghanistan, but I'll tell you the guys that I've talked to that have, um, what happened when we pulled out of Afghanistan not only did we, um, it was just an absolute lie that the Afghani forces were ready to take on the Taliban. And I think most importantly, because uh, they, they there, there's no sense of nationalism there. There's, there's no sense of actually fighting for the country. I mean, some people have it, but uh, the entire country won't stand up and fight for their country. And, but the Taliban, who are, are very religiously motivated, they have something to fight for. And so when they inherited basically from the administration, the $85 billion worth of high-tech weaponry and what was there, 343,000 um, 
automatic weapons, you know, <laughs> M4s and, uh, you know, machine guns and saws and, you know, all sorts of stuff that uh, just absolutely incredible that, that we would leave all that equipment behind. I mean, there's probably enough thermite grenades we could have thrown on all that equipment if you if you didn't have the capacity to bring it home, which, uh, you know, wouldn't have been that big a deal. But uh, all we'd have to do is just, you know, destroy it. And if nothing else, just leave it there. But you don't leave, uh, you know, equipment that could fall into enemy hands. Uh, $85 billion worth of equipment. And, and it's, it's so difficult. I mean, Black Hawk helicopters and... Uh, anyway, um, back to the movie. You know, there's a reason the society loves heroes. And we have to acknowledge who those heroes are. And I don't care if it's your family, you know. Uh, if, if your family is asleep in their, in their beds and a fire breaks out, well, guess what? Somebody's going to step up. Somebody's going to run into a room that's on fire and rescue the children. Somebody is going to make sure that, uh, you know, and it might be the mom. Maybe the mom is the one that does it. But uh, I guarantee from that, uh, all of society would celebrate that person that did that. And it's because we love heroes. And we love people that it, it's almost like they belong to the warrior, the warrior class. And we have to have warriors. Throughout society, if you think of all the way back to the Roman days, you know, even before that, um, and here in Scotland, you know, the, uh, everything from the Highlanders that, uh, you know, William Wallace type. Well, what is it about, you know, those type of inspirational people, those people that are so committed to a cause, they're so committed to their country, and so committed, committed especially to freedom. I have a, I bought a t-shirt at um, the uh, Bannockburn Memorial, or the, the Bannockburn, um, it's, a, it's a tourist site. It's where Robert the Bruce posted his flag and fought King Edward I, uh, his northern army, uh, just outside of Stirling. And they call it the ba ba Bannockburn. Uh, I know I'm not pronouncing that with the Scottish accent, but... Anyway, it's um, absolutely incredible, uh, you know, and I, again, I'm, I'm going to have a, um, a video of all of that up on my, my travel channel. Um, the link will be in the comments, but um, anyway, the, uh, uh, it, it, you know, every, everything about it, we celebrate these warrior class and you have to have warriors that are willing to stand up and defend your country or stand up and defend your family, stand up and defend your city. Um, you know, that's what competition is all about. And if you look at it, at what Hollywood does, periodically they get it right. You know, but every time they make a movie, you know, you look at Top Gun Maverick right now, it's all about the warrior. It's all about the hero. It's all about the man or the woman who is willing to get into a cockpit and uh, go, you know, fly this incredibly dangerous mission and, uh, you know, risk their own lives. But they do it not just for their country, but they do it for each other. And that kind of nationalism, that kind of uh, dedication to each other and to, um, you know, self-sacrifice in order for the greater good is just absolutely 
uh, what society and what mankind is all about. And if, if we completely demoralize and completely uh, take out our warrior class, which includes the police folks, if you, if you have law enforcement friends or somebody that, uh, that you meet on the street, you see somebody in uniform, go, go thank them. Go shake their hand and say, hey, we appreciate you serving. We appreciate you being here for, for us. And um, because if we don't, if we get rid of all of our, uh, all of our warriors, guess what? That the only, the only people that will have warriors are the enemy. And that means people that don't like freedom, people that don't like Western society. And trust me, they are out there. If you look at uh, uh, what Russia is doing with Ukraine right now, it's all about, uh, you know, taking over other countries and, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin, Putin has uh, uh, clearly lost it, but um, it doesn't matter. He's doing it. And uh, without the warriors of the Ukrainian people, uh, that, that country would have fallen a long time ago. But uh, instead, you know, they have people that are, um, that are standing up. And ironically, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that the first thing that they did was start issuing uh issuing weapons to the the general population and you know you see pictures of grandmothers that are practicing shooting an ak-47 you know why would she do that it's because she loves her country she loves uh her people loves her family and she's willing to to risk her own life and defend it and that's the type of people that we need and i know that right now in society especially in the u.s um i i, I think it's insane that we are uh, just trying to ostracize anybody that is willing to, to fight for the country and anybody that's willing to, to serve. And it just makes no sense to me. Um, if, if you don't want men to do it, then, you know, find the Amazons and uh, find the, the women that'll do it because uh, somebody has to. Somebody has to defend society and if, if it's not the police and the fire and the other first responders our military uh, figure out who it is because if we all go to this kumbaya type society uh, crime is just going to continue to get worse and um, you know you you can't ignore it forever because eventually it'll start um, it'll start hitting even the, uh, the the elites and the upper class you know we have to protect our warrior class guys and support them and if you don't want to become one, that's fine. But support those that uh, that do and that are willing to to love the country. And and this isn't just in the U.S., but this is anywhere. You know, I love people that actually love their own country. And it was fun being here in, in uh, Scotland, seeing all the the people that um, were celebrating the the Queen's Jubilee. You know, it's not so much here in Scotland as it is uh, down in London area, especially, but. Uh, there's British flags everywhere and, you know, people, um, people are celebrating their country. They're celebrating their, their queen and, you know, means a lot, a lot different things than what it means in the U S but, um, we have to be proud of, of, uh, the people that are willing to stand up and defend the country. So, all right, guys, hope, uh, hope everything's well and hope, uh, you have an awesome week. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us. Your attention today brings us one step closer to exposing and eliminating the evil that brings crime to our communities. Hit subscribe and share this episode. Together, we will bring justice to every victim.